Yes, people. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. All good. All the best greetings and uh, blessings for 2019. Uh, looking forward to a stormer of a year in the world of boxing. Uh, 2018 was signed off sweetly uh, with two double bills uh, on the same night. Um, two fights that went down great. Um, but yeah, guys, just to say um, thank you for all the support as per, as usual. Um, hopefully we get to make a bit more progress this year. Uh, that is the plans and ambitions as per usual. But you know how it goes. Um, so yeah, here tonight, here with the co-host man like Tom. What's going on, Tom? Happy New Year. Yes, Kojo. Welcome back. Happy New Year. Yeah, same to you. Welcome back. How you doing? Yeah, good. It's been, uh, no, the, the intro music definitely got my uh, juices flowing. And uh, yeah, definitely got Mojo back for a big 2019. And uh, yeah, I just want to echo what you said there. All the support uh, throughout the year. 2018 was a massive year for, for boxing. And we're just looking to continue the progress through to 2019. And uh, yeah, just got keep keep the show flowing and uh, the content uh yeah, no, no, I like that, I like that. Um, so guys, we're going to be kicking off today's show um, with the agenda, which will be uh, a few segments that we're going to be breaking down for you today. So we'll have a quick uh, flash of the last fights of 2018. Um, that was obviously namely White versus Chisora um, and Warrington versus Frampton. We'll give our quick takes on that. Um, we're also going to get into the Pacquiao versus Broner uh, fight, which is taking place this weekend um, over in the US. Um we will also get into the uh, maybe a little bit of a press conference today, which took place with between Amir Khan and Terence Crawford, um, and also Badu Jack versus Br- uh, Marcus Brown, who will be on the uh, Pacquiao Bona undercard, and on the Zone platform we have Demetrius Andrade fighting uh, Akavov, uh, a former Billy Joe Saunders opponent, this Friday um, over in the US. So again, uh, the years. Kicked off with a big weekend in boxing, um, as per usual. So, Tom, um, we'll quickly talk about the White versus Chisora fight um, on the same night as uh, the Warren card. Um, but ultimately, um, you know, Eddie Hearn does what he does, and he did deliver uh, a, a good show uh, on that night. In terms of the result, it was well documented that Chisora was knocked out. What was your overall opinion on that fight? Yeah, firstly, it was a shame that both fights were put on the uh, the same night. I know we hear a lot of talk about um, promoters uh, securing their dates for these massive events, but um, touching on the, the main event, uh, White Chisora, um, I, it kind of went as expected. Um, Chisora came out all guns blazing, and uh, I suppose White took advantage of Chisora down the stretch when he did tire. He did look a bit cumbersome and uh, got him out of there, but... Most would have expected going into the, the ninth round, um, was he leaving it a bit too late? White had assured his corner that he was going to get to him. And I mean, the, the knockout kind of speaks volumes. It was a brutal knockout and uh, ended what was a was a healthy feud between two uh, British heavyweights that we don't often see. But it was a, it was a good way to, uh, to end uh, 2018 with a bang. And uh, the mutual respect they had for each other afterwards was always good to see as well. Yeah, 100%. I think... <coughs> Sorry, the picture with um with uh Chisora and Dylan White in the in, in the changing room, I think that 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 definitely spoke a lot of volumes. Um, agree with everything you said. Ultimately, um, also the Warrington versus uh, Frampton clash. Um, just to touch on that quickly, I think for me, um, seeing that fight, uh, I think it was a great in terms of you, you know world championship level fight I think it was a really good world championship championship level fight um, I thought there was a, a fast pace that Warrington brought to, to, to the ring and you know ultimately yeah. I think he's he finished the year in a big way um, I think he was the underdog going into this one and I think not only did he prove a lot of people wrong I think people are now starting to see that actually this guy has got a lot of ability you know they forget that he was signed to match room um, and I guess you could look, he was in the background of the whole Joshua uh, sort of situation. Um, Joshua's career being built up. Um, so the focus was on Joshua more than Josh Warrington. Um, but I think, yeah. you know, uh, he's he's proven that he's got real ability. Um, and I'm not saying he's going to be the king of that division, but I think any of the other title holders uh, could be in for an interesting fight with, 
with Josh Watson. So, yeah, I think he signed off the year massively. Um, so just moving on to next topic then. Um, so let's quickly talk about, we're going to go into Pacquiao Bruno, but let's talk about Khan versus Crawford. We're at the press conference today. You out there, yeah. you know, get, get getting some questions in, you know, doing what journalists do. Um, what was your thoughts on that fight, that matchup, the whole press conference today? Yeah, I mean, it was expected that Khan would sign to fight Crawford with all the noise in the background about a potential showdown with Brooke. Um, it's a great fight. It's a massive event to start the year. Um, you mean, Crawford's resume speaks for itself. You know, you look at, you look through his resume, he's fought the likes of Ricky Burns, uh, Gamboa, Beltran, um, numerous elite-level fighters before stepping up in weight and fighting Postal and Dongo then winning a, another world title at 147. So, I mean, this is a kind of marquee fight that Crawford um, needs for his his profile in the uh, motorweight division. It's a fight that will prove that he's a formidable, formidable asset to um, the division um, and then chase those unifications afterwards. By no means he's going to be overlooking uh, Khan. Um, it's hard to really um, know what Khan tactics are going to be coming into the fight. He touched on the press conference that he's going to be linking up with Virgil Hunter for this fight, whether that's to remind him of um, the basics of keeping his distance, um, using what he's he's best at, and that's his hand speed, in and out, flashy. Um, but I think just stylistically, Crawford is just too... I think he's just too cute for him, but it's in two, um, in terms of angles, um, switch hitting. Uh, he's going to puzzle uh, Khan early on, where we saw against Canelo, for example, he was able to judge distance well um, and stay away from um, Canelo's ability to counterpunch. But I think this time round, um, Crawford's going to be able to nullify uh, Khan early on and then from there he can determine the pace of the fight and when he does um, kind of come on to Khan and uh, force a stoppage potentially. But you never yeah. know, uh, Khan may go out and have a completely different approach to what we expect. Um, it's going to be a good fight for however long it lasts. Um, but I think there is only two ways it can go. If Khan does have success early on and is able to um, kind of disrupt uh, Crawford uh, down the stretch, then he could nick it on points. But I can only see a Crawford win um, and potentially before six before six or seven rounds, it could, uh, could end. Yeah, okay. That's, that's, I mean, that's interesting. Lot, lot to digest there, mate. But yeah, that's interesting. Um, I think... <coughs> You know, I got to agree in terms of, um, you know, the respect that you give to Crawford. Um, I think he's a top fighter. Um, I think ability-wise, you know, he's up there um, easily for pound for pound in terms of his achievements. Being able to unify um, undisputed for a division um, and take on the the champions at the time when they came in with feared reputations, um, I think that's something you can't really uh, write off. So for me, I've got masses amount of respect for. Um, Crawford um, I think he's definitely turning into one of not necessarily um, a household name but I definitely think he's turning into somebody that's becoming more familiar uh, with with boxing fans alike um, considering yeah. what he's done he should be more known that it, 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 I guess that's what I'm saying but you know um, this matchup uh, you know I have to I'm going to be honest I, I do question it slightly and I'll tell you why I question it um Obviously, Khan doesn't have a belt. He has a name. So, business side, I get that. But from a boxing side, the reason I question it is is that we know Crawford's got ability. Um, a lot of people think he will beat Spence. A lot of people think he will beat Thurman. So, I'm just yeah. like, you know, is facing Khan, what does that really do? Are there, you know, somebody posed a question, is Khan top five? You would say no. Then, is Khan in the top ten? You could probably say yes, but, you know, you could say that, you know what, there's other challenging fights than a Khan um, for, for Crawford, um, you know. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to this fight, um, but I'm a little bit like, yeah, is, is it flattering to deceive? That's just my only uh, 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 question around it. Is it flattering to deceive in terms of what we think he is and him maybe beating a Khan, great resume, great CV both fighters but you know is that the danger is are we is anybody looking at this fight and thinking to themselves you know what Crawford versus Khan is a dangerous fight I, I don't know that's that's 
you know, and it's not to be overly negative, but that's just where I am with this fight. It's a bit like, I'm not saying Khan should have even taken Brook for Khan. I definitely get a case. I mean, it's a dangerous fight for him, um, but I don't yeah. think he's got the reputation of Crawford. So for me, it's like Crawford should be, you know, yeah, I don't know, do, ch- chasing. I mean, we know he's chasing Spence and okay, but there's other guys. So I don't know. I don't know, but I think it's going to be a dangerous fight. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it, if you look at it from a, a business point of view, it's probably the right fight at the right time because you can, if if you are to eliminate the fact that he is fighting for a world title, you can always say that. Well, especially to the British public, there is no, you cannot discredit me for taking a fight like Crawford of that caliber. Um, I know he's only signed uh, a three-fight deal uh, with Matron, and it's coming to the end now. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it is a way of saying, you know what, you can't dismiss me for uh, not taking the Brook fight. Um, if I do lose this in good fashion, then the, the Brook fight is always available. But um, I mean, I, I completely understand it's a dangerous fight. And even he, he said um, himself that if he does take this lightly, he can get seriously hurt in this fight. And it's, it's true, like Crawford can hit him from any angle. And I mean, if he's he's able to put together a volume of uh, punches then and Khan's defence isn't as um, tight as what it, it should be in this fight he could he could get hurt and that's just the way he approaches the fight um, I'm not too sure how much of a difference having uh, Virgil Hunter in his corner is going to be because Crawford is I think able to he's one of those fighters that's able to adapt um, to any style and any instructions given uh, from the opposite corner he's just one of those fighters that thinks on his feet and uh, is able to adapt. So, I mean, yes, yeah, it's, it's interesting, but again, it's a very, very um, dangerous fight for Khan. Yeah, no, I hear you, I hear you. Um, so, yeah, so that's uh, that's one fight that I think we're definitely going to be looking forward to. Um, and, yeah, look forward to kind of seeing how the build-up. It was very respectful. Um, great to be in the room with Bob Aram, a known boxing promoter. Um, I, I will say, I asked this, but you know what my opinion is going to be. What did you make of his comment? Um, about Al Heyman in saying that Al Heyman yeah, is, is is the scourge of boxing and is uh, ruining uh, the sport of boxing. Yeah, it was a bit of a dig, really, because, um, I mean, I, I know we spoke about it um, today and, you know, when you're putting on fights that are kind of crossing over to, to your promo- promotional banner, um, I'm sure that they've worked in the past, but yeah, it was a, it was a slight, slight dig, especially when, I mean, Heyman wasn't you know, he wasn't present, so O'Brien was able to have a little thread, uh, a bit of needle. But yeah, it's, it's kind of strange, really, because I remember one question was uh, posed to the fighters saying about how um, having these two fighters come together, top-ranked matchroom fighter, um, does it eliminate the theory that um, you know these these fights are able to to happen uh, more often? But by saying those kind of comments, does it then kind of disrespect the the fact that Al Heyman's advised a lot of fighters in the past, um, and especially if you're having a working relationship with uh, the likes of Bob Aaron and Top Rank, then how much uh, respect and reliability can you give towards uh, someone who says those kind of comments? But I think there's a bit of tongue-in-cheek, um, something to create a bit of a you know, hype around and a bit of soundbite. So, mm. I mean, it's, it's, all down, it's all down to what happens on the night. They're promoting the event, so... I mean, in terms of the way we look at it, it's all that what happens in the ring and uh, whatever's said from the outside doesn't really count for much. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, just to keep it on the on the uh, on the Heyman thing, it's like um, I agree with you that you know, one not being in a room and two um, is definitely what we would call uh, modern age trolling for for for, for an OG um, because yeah, it was um, a blatant move um, to kind of like you know, you've got to look at how the question was posed. And how he's toned, uh, how his tone was when answering. So yeah, definitely, I think yeah, it was um, a bit of winding winding up, and um, it's on tape. So for those of you uh, that want to hear what Bob Aram said about Heyman, um, I'm sure if you go to any of the YouTube channels that filmed the whole press conference, you could find that. Um, and don't forget, while I'm saying that, we also got some interviews. Um, and I'm let, I'll let Tom qu- quickly go into those interviews, but we've got some interviews to so check them online. So, Tom, do you want to quickly go into uh, the interviews? And guys, the listeners on the line, once we once Tom's done that, we're going to open the line and get some calls going. 
Uh, Tom, you want to just talk about the interview? Yeah, I mean, just yeah, just firstly, I mean, the amount of uh, media outlets and uh, TV broadcasters that uh, tuned in today and came to support the event. I mean, it kind of it kind of highlights the magnitude of the the event. But we managed to catch a few words with uh, Spencer Fearon. Um, he dissected the fight. He believes that Khan uh, can cause um, Crawford some scary moments throughout the fight, but does uh, lean towards uh, Crawford to do a job on uh, on Khan. And uh, we also spoke to. Uh, um, I mean, not many of our guests may have heard of him, but he's a newly crowned OBE, uh, Mark Prince, and he's kind of pioneered um, a foundation um, in the aftermath of his his son's death. Um, and just basically talking how um, boxing can instill discipline into, into young people and uh, send them in the, the right direction. So, yeah, we managed to catch up with uh, a lot of the boxers. And, uh, yeah, it's all, all good for the uh, growth of the sport and uh, to give their different opinions on what is going to be a massive uh, fight with a venue to be announced uh, in the coming weeks. Yes, nice, 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 definitely. Um, so, guys, make sure to try to check those out. And if you haven't, subscribed to the YouTube channel. Um, then please do subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, we're definitely looking forward uh, to to kind of seeing you guys' uh, responses and getting some feedback on those videos. So listen, we're going to open up the lines. Going out to 488. 488. Hello. Hi, it's uh, Dave from the, from the Boxing Voice. How's it going, guys? You okay? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Dave. Hi, How happy you doing? New Year. Yeah, good. I'm good. So, uh, yeah, where do we start? How's the, the press conference overall today? Yeah, yeah, um, enjoyable. Yeah, no, no, no. Thank you. And I was just about to get get a question in, but yeah, no, the press was good. Um, I was going to say, what's your thoughts now that the fight has been announced? What's your thoughts on the fight? Um, I think on paper, Khan can do no wrong because he's taken a step up. But I think possibly, if there is any criticism, I don't think there should be. Personally, I think it's a good fight. Um, the criticism may be on. Crawford, mm. especially stateside, why is he taking this fight? Uh, for Khan, um, the only criticism from the British public may be why not Brooke, but he's taking a step up, he's taking a big massive risk and hats off to him. Yeah. I think, you know, he's justified in his opinion. If he does lose, it could be possibly the end. You know, it could be, a, a, I mean, I'm, I'm with Tom on this, I'm going to say that if I had to pick right now, it would be Crawford by, by stoppage or, or, or KO. <coughs> And the rounds you pick there are possibly what I'd be putting my money on if I was a gambling man. And, and if I, you know, because I don't, but that's what I'd be doing. Um, I, I can't see Khan winning this. I want Khan to win, mm. but I can't see him winning this. Yeah. That's the thing. And, and big up to Khan for taking this massive fight again. Um, he stepped up for Canelo. He stepped up. Um, I mean, he was he was uh, he was a favourite against Garcia, but we all see what we've all seen what Garcia can do on the night. So. Hats off to him for taking this fight. It could be his last, his last fight, then. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean... Um, um, Tom, you got a question? Yeah, yeah, just uh, quickly on the uh, point you raised there about um, Crawford potentially losing a bit of credibility for taking a fight like this. Uh, why do you think that is, uh, Dave? Do you think because maybe the fact that the likes of Keith Thurman returning from injury, he's tied up, uh, you've got Spence and Garcia... Um, scheduled to fight. Do you think there's? I mean, if you look out in the the welterweight uh, mix, who else is there out there for him to uh, to fight to kind of raise his uh, his stock? Is this a case fighting Khan can raise his profile? I think with with a character like Crawford, he's possibly unknown to the the casual fans. It's fair to say. Um, you know, he's not he's not that 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 massive name that people like you, me. And, and, and others know outside the sport so yeah. potentially he could do something for the casuals here and say oh that was a, a massive knockout did you see I can't hit the canvas so maybe they're attacking it like that but yeah absolutely Thurman your Porter of the world and, and those are the names he, he should be going for but it is what it is guys we've got a good fight on our hands let's just accept it for what it is and you know um, I, I can't I mean do you give do you give Khan a, a credible chance on this um, I mean, I think we discussed it like the early rounds. There's potentially similar case to when he fought Canelo. Um, if he's able to keep his distance and do what he, he he knows best, but even then, I mean, I can't really 
without sounding disrespectful, I can't really give him uh, give him any chance because he. When was the last time we saw him up against the Southport, who's that unorthodox and has got that much um, ability to switch here and got an array of different um, attributes? I don't think Khan's ever faced someone as formidable as as, as Crawford. But um, yeah, like, I mean, I can only see one um, outcome in the fight. Um, but it's just about the manner in which Khan, if he does lose, the manner in which it, whether he gets um, beaten convincingly, um, whether it's a, it's a brutal knockout or it's uh, even some, even a fight that we don't expect to go um, further down the down the trench. It's, uh, I think it's just the manner in which he loses, and then um, people can start yeah. to raise questions about whether the Brooks fight is still something that can uh, be feasible uh, next. Yeah, I mean, guys, yeah, you know I what? Think, uh, that's for Khan, though, for, for taking this fight, and I really hope he does win. Yeah. That's, that's what I want to say on this. I mean, he's a good boxer, he's been great for British boxing, and I actually want him to win, but it's going to be very difficult, very, very difficult, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, guys, well, just I just wanted to say, though, I will say, you know, I think for me, in terms of, like, how he loses, um, you know, I... For me, and I'm saying how he loses because I do believe he will lose, and I'm not not to be disrespectful to Khan, but like we're talking about a guy potentially who's going to be pound for pound. You know, he unified a division. Um, you know, he's he's he is a, 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 a superior boxer, but um, Khan has attributes um, that potentially could cause him it's not even issues, but could make it entertaining. Um, I don't know if it will be too early. Um, I, I I could see it even maybe being a twelve rounder, but I just think. Crawford will just have the advantage. So, you know, if you're talking about every round, you know, Crawford is is dominating for two minutes and 20 seconds um, in every round. But then Khan is showing flashes um, and he's looking good. Um, I'm not going to say... I know we, everyone talks about Khan's chin, um, but I think for me, Crawford isn't the biggest head puncher. Um, and I think Khan potentially could have the ability... Um, to fight from distance so you know if he knows that he's got the ability to keep the range um, will Crawford be able to land a big punch in him I don't know I think it's more about the jab and the hooks and just you know systematically getting that win um, but yeah I, I agree with you it's going to be a good fight um, I just think you know you've got to shrug your shoulders and say listen he's fighting one of the best guys right what, this is what happens correct yeah correct absolutely and, and that's what we and, and again, I, I wish him well, and, and I hope he comes out of it. I want to be wrong on this. I want to see a Khan victory because yeah. he's he's very fast, he's talented, and I'd like nothing more for, for him to win. But it's going to be a, a tough, tough fight. Um, are you guys looking forward to the DeGale versus um, Eubank fight? Yeah, good fight, that. Yeah. Very good fight. Yeah, I, I have to say I am, to be honest. I know it's a domestic one, but I'm looking forward to it. How, how about what's your what's your thoughts on that? Big time, and I mean, just to quickly echo on that um, Rigondo uh, win. I don't know if you saw the plant Uzgetakwai fight, but that was for those of you that may not have got to court that fight. That fight was a great fight. Um, Caleb Plant showed some great uh, boxing skills, um, knocked Uzgetakwai down twice. You know, this is a guy that a lot of people was going to say is a monster of the 168 division. A guy that really you would argue the girl didn't really want his piece of. Um, I, 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 I don't say you would have seen. You know, if he was in the uh, Super W, the World Boxing Super Series, he probably would have had a good shout. Um, and Caleb Plant really impressed. So yeah, agree with you, mate. Uh, definitely, boxing's uh, started off in a good year. And um, what's your tip for 2019, or t- person to look out for, or something that you want to see happen in 2019? Um, clearly, everybody wants to see. Well, I say everybody. Me, 
me personally, okay, it's uh, another rematch between, well, the rematch between Fury and Wilder, possibly get AJ Wilder happening this year as well. Um, th- those are the main things I want to see happen. Maybe a Vegas showdown with, with one of those one of those three in the mix yeah. come Christmas time. I'd see Dillian White in a, in a world title fight as well. I yeah. think he's, you know, Mr. Mr. Final Eliminator, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boys, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, listen, Dave, thank you for, very much for calling in. Um, like I said, have a great 2019. I'm sure to see you at some shows and I uh, appreciate the support as usual. Take care, guys. Cheers, take Good care. Work Thanks, Dave. Cheers, thanks, Dave. Bye-bye. Bye. So moving on to next caller, uh, 909. 909, the floor is yours. Hello. Hey, guys, Raph from Reading. How are you doing? Yes, Raph. Yes, What's Raph. going on, mate? You all right? Good mate. For all of you guys that don't know, uh, Rap is the the new the new asset to the Raps on TV platform. Uh, great addition. So yeah, Rap. Just uh, just to start off with, um, ambitions for 2019. What fights are you uh, you most looking forward to? And I mean, touching on um, the the big fight uh, announced today, Khan and Crawford. What's your what's your take on that fight as well? Um, in answer to the first question, I'd probably and this is a long shout. I'd love to see Boatsy. Do I see it happening? No, but um, as a boxing purist, I'm quite interested to see how well Josh Boatsy can develop his skills because I think with Yard, there's always that sense of that there's a lot of reliance on his physical attributes, whereas Boatsy can punch. But I think that I I think it's just a mismatch that's waiting to happen. But I'd love to see that. in answer to the Crawford Khan question, yeah, I think that's a win-win. Um, Crawford's quite unestablished in the UK, so that would be a massive profile boost for him. And I think this is his first show with Matchroom. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know when he yeah. did Burns. That wasn't he wasn't who was Burns under when he fought uh, Ricky Burns? Was he under Matchroom? I think but Burns might have been on the the come up maybe at that time. But okay. um, I mean, yeah, either way, I mean, like you said, an unestablished name in the UK. Um, and a man of very few words today. So, I mean, yeah, so it's definitely a marquee name to have on the resume. Um, but do, you yeah, see, yeah. do you see Khan as his toughest uh, test? I mean, we talked about the likes of Gamboa, um, Beltran, um, and there's so many to name. Do you think Khan definitely sits at the top of the tree in terms of uh, a calibre of opponent that Crawford's face? Um, I'd definitely say he's the biggest marquee name. I don't think anyone disputes that. Is he the best fighter at this stage? Amir Khan now or Ricky Burns back then? Mm, it's a tough one. I, I'm leaning towards Ricky, but for argument's sake, we'll go with Khan. I'll go with Khan on this one. Um, I think also the fact that in America, Crawford's quite a big name amongst the hardcores there. So yeah. Eddie Hearn promoting that here alongside their camp is good. Kudos for match from US going forward. It is a dangerous fight for Khan. Um, but saying that, you'd still feel that this is probably a bit tactical because he could have one last payday after this. I mean, given that he is expected to lose and most people have it by knockout, um, he could probably get another big fight after, after this and then sail away into the sunset. Whether that's Kelbrook, that remains to be decided. But um, I don't think this is last chance to lose to Khan because yeah. this, is, this on paper is billed as a mismatch. I mean, I have to say, uh, Rafi, I totally agree with you in terms of um, uh, Khan being able to sort of bounce back. I think, you know, he's bounced. If anything, he's probably one of the most boxers. He's got one of the boxers with the most bounce back ability. You know, he's uh, from his exactly. first loss um, to the Canelo, to the Garcia. So um, I think, you know, again, at, at this level, where we know that, look, we don't expect much. We want to see him do well, but we don't expect much. So, yeah, I agree. Um, the Brook fight doesn't go anywhere. I think Brook doesn't have this kind of option available to him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have that option available to him. I mean, 
outside of Lara and Hurden, I can't see him taking those. Can you see him taking anyone, Kojo? Nope. Other than Khan right now. No. Nope. I mean, the only one is the recent uh, signing of Smith. They may look at getting Smith because that, that's a relatively uh, big UK fight. But is it the same size as Khan Brook? No. Oh, I think once upon a time, it would have been a mismatch. But for me personally, I think the stock value of Khan Brook, hypothetically, if that was being made today, I think you'd sell out the O2, maybe a 30,000 arena, but that's as far as it goes. This doesn't sell out a stadium in the country now, as oh. harsh as that sounds. Uh, what? Uh, um, yeah, you think uh, Brook Khan doesn't sell out a stadium, yeah? I don't think it sells out a stadium. I mean, I mean that's assuming that the stadiums we're going by around mm. the 30,000, but over 30,000, no. Yeah. I don't think it sells out a stadium. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, as harsh as that sounds, once upon a time, this would have sold out Wembley. I mean, all three of us know that, but um, how yeah. times change, so... Yeah, it's hard yeah, to disagree. Myself, it's hard to disagree. Yeah, it's hard to disagree on that level. Um, to be to be fair, it's hard to disagree. Um, um, okay, cool. Um, so listen, Rafael, I was going to say let's let's get some calls. Um, stay on the line. We'll come back to you and then we'll, we'll open up the call a bit more because um, obviously you're part of the team now. But let's, let's let me just go to another call and then come back to you. Ooh, no, exactly. Right, one minute. Uh, uh, eight two two, eight two two. We're coming out to you. Hello. Okay, man. Combo. What's Combo going on? How, how you doing, brother? You well? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Good, good. Listening in on the show this evening. Uh, no, appreciate, appreciate the support, man. Appreciate the support, man. Busy, busy, busy time for you. How have you been? Happy New Year. Do you want to give us some updates on the world, in the world of Combo Nation? Yeah, man. Some good, some good, good news. But, um, well, it's a busy start to the year. It's good. It's a good start to the year as well. your support on that one yeah team about billions yeah team, team about billions UK <laughs> so, so look out for that one coming soon Jeez. I like I like, I, I like the sound of that I like the sound of that and how's how, I mean I know obviously you've got uh, a couple of guys under the wing What? who should we be looking out for in the next like first part of this year challenge I mean I know it's a different comparison but you know he's kind of it's, it's like him I, I class him I mean I know it's a stretch but Akoli they and him and Akoli it's difficult to get opponents for them because at the end of the day people know they are quality fighters and you know the reward isn't one that they're willing to take so um yeah it, it is tough but hopefully you know especially with Chris being a free agent at the minute as well so yeah you know it doesn't really it doesn't Make sure to give us the exclusives, bro. That's what we want. Uh, definitely, definitely. You should hear something crazy. And um, obviously, we spoke briefly today at the press conference, Amir Khan uh, versus uh, Terence Crawford. What's your take on that fight? Um, 
call for a bit of trouble, which will be something that he's going to have to adjust to. Yeah. I don't think if Khan can keep up that pace, I don't think he'll adjust to straight away. So he can actually nick the earlier round. Mm. But yeah. we we know how Crawford can adjust to things. And today, funny enough, I've noticed, I think Crawford had the longer arm. That's quite okay. interesting. Yeah, yeah no, that's, that's interesting. You I mean, in terms of the stature of both, um, I mean, most people would have said that Khan was the, the, the fully-fledged uh, welterweight, but do you think do you think Crawford is kind of, his, his stature's a bit um, kind of dismissed, like he has, with those long arms, do you think he's going to be able to uh, control the reach? Um, yeah, I think, I think he'll be able to control the reach of Khan, especially that the end of the jab and stuff. And the thing with the thing with Crawford as well, when it does come to fighting on the inside, we know he works really well with that as well. So I, I see yeah. a lot of issues for Khan to work to figure out, you know. Yeah, yeah, no. And in terms of this weekend's fight, uh, Pacquiao versus Broner. Obviously, we said uh, you go. You said you're going with Broner. Um, I mean, how do you see that fight being played out? Honestly, you know what? Uh, I back Broner in the fight, of course, but. Um, you know, I, I, I do think it's a hard one, man. 50-50. Yeah. And I feel, I feel like, for some reason, I don't know, I, can, I wouldn't be surprised if the draw came, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But the youth of Broner and the determination that I've seen recently, I've never seen Broner so focused. Mm. I've never seen him so focused that he's not playing around, he's not, Interesting point. I mean, uh, I'm wondering, can he do the same with Pacquiao? The only advantage I'd say is the pace of Pacquiao, and like I said, he move, he does move a lot on his feet. So I think Broner would need to use his feet a lot in this fight. Yeah, I think I think you've mentioned the two key things. I think um, obviously the movement, um, which Broner's not um, is not the best, but I would equally say he's not necessarily the worst. Um, when when he's on top of his game, you know, we've seen him throw that jab and circle the opponent um, and land a big right at times. But I think you're definitely right in terms of when he has to step up. It feels like he doesn't let his hands go when I think about the Porter fight. Um, I mean, Mikey Garcia was another level, but even then he didn't seem to kind of get into it until later on in the fight. So I think it's really key that we see uh, Broner sort of throw shots from early. Um, and if we can see that, then hopefully, you know, we get an entertaining fight. Um, I'm with you, I think. It is. It's a. It's a weird one because I. I. I feel that it's Broner's mindset is. It, it can be the determiner. So you know, if he's if he's yeah, as I think, focused. Yeah, I think Broner's been very underestimated. Yeah. And, uh, and a lot of people are looking at the character. Of exactly. Broner exactly. Rather than the potential, Broner's always had the potential, but he's never been tunnel vision. So uh, I'm really excited to see the way he he acts. Yeah, exactly. No, I agree with you on that. So, so listen, bro, thank you very much for calling in um, and giving us support as usual. Uh, look forward to kicking it with you next week. Um, so, you just want to quickly talk about uh, your boxer that you're bringing into the show next week? Uh, Jay Smith. Yeah, he's a light. He's a light. He's a lightweight. He's, gonna, he's a good one. He's, he's got a lot. He's got a good history about him. You know, he's got a mad past coming to boxing. He, Two and also, so he he's got big things to come as well. Very exciting character. Yeah, yeah. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. Appreciate that. For the industry to No, appreciate that. So listen, we'll catch you next week, and uh, appreciate the support as always. No uh, problem. Bless man. Nice yes. one. Nice one. So we're gonna go out to nine one zero nine one zero. The floor is yours. Happy New Year. Sam, there. Yes. How are you, good, Yes, I'm good, Sam. How you doing, mate? You all right? Happy New Year. Oh, really, really, really good. Really good. Happy what, New Year. 
Good. I'll say, I'll, 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 I'll kick it to you, pose it to you quickly. Um, what were your thoughts on uh, the White Chisora fight? I haven't spoken to you about last year's fight. What was your thought? Take oh, on yeah. that. interesting and um yeah we're gonna see over the next few weeks you know as the end of the month draws closer the announcement for april 13th needs to happen so um yeah I was just going to say on that, Sam. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you on that one, but yeah, Klitschko's come out and said, "Look, that's a that's an early April Fool's joke. He's not looking to come back in fighting April." So yeah, so he. Exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't blame him as well. But I don't think I don't think you'll get a boxing license. I don't think they'll give it to him. Yeah, I mean, I just, I mean, for me, I'm just like, that's just such a bad idea. But just to quickly focus on. On the on on that date, I mean, you're right. I mean, the only th- I do think what's happening, and so I think what potentially could happen. I do see that being an option. I know you say the fight's been um, sort of agreed, but you know, obviously, White's openly spoken about the offer, which was, in his words, derogatory. Um, but I think for me, um, I think they're going to postpone that date because if you can't get fuel, you can't get Wilder. Even though Dillian White is big, um, yeah, is it really Wembley? If we're really being honest, I don't know. I don't know. If uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, people need to stop getting a bit. I get that it's not a brand up, but he hasn't built a Joshua brand, yeah. a Joshua following. Yeah. Like, he hasn't got a Tyson Fury following. I get that. I, I totally get that. He's probably got a lot of the London scene on Dillian's case. Yeah. He's probably, Dillian's probably got a lot of the London scene really working with him, really messing with him. Yeah. But I don't feel that's enough. To really sell out and do numbers and when, I, I understand that. Yeah. I understand that. But I mean, look, I think uh, it's, uh, it's going to be an entertaining fight um, while it cracks on. So listen, Sam, let me just speak, uh, speak to you quickly on the Khan Crawford uh, press conference took place today. What was your thoughts on that announcement uh, of I that matter? I didn't get to see the press conference, unfortunately. I'll go watch that later. Um, but I do feel you can't really fault Khan. Like, you yeah. can't. Plus, Khan. Khan doesn't need a Brooke White to be seen as, as not a legend, but someone who's a very well-respected, known boxer. Mm. Yeah. I think Brooke needs Khan more than Khan needs Brooke. And because Khan knows that, Khan, and also, and Khan also knows it's very possible that he will lose to Kel Brook. And if he loses to Kel Brook, there's not really much coming back from him. Mm. So he's just trying to do as many legacy 
fights as possible. Like, he at what very well, the fight will always be there. I mm. think that Brooke Khan fight will always, always be there. But Terrence Crawford won't. And plus, I like Khan because he's an opportunist. He likes that he, he really does take risks. He really does. Look what he did against Canelo. Mm. He did well when he got knocked out. And I think he wants to kind of show people as well that he still has what it takes to be able to perform at that elite level. And he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder because of the Canelo knockout. And I feel he's trying to really prove something by doing over Terence Crawford or attempting to. Um, but let's be real. I don't think he's got a chance in hell. Yeah. I think he's... I think as much as he's ambitious, I think... His mind's in it, but I don't think his body's telling him another thing. That's what I think. Yeah. And once he gets knocked out or whatever happens, I'm sure he will get at least dropped once until the Brook fight's on. And then we say goodbye to a great anime car. Yeah. But people need to remember, he's been, he's been fighting for a very, very long time. He's actually been fighting for... Since I was really, like... He's been around the game. He's been in the game for a while. 10-year challenge, yeah? <laughs> Pardon? I was going to say 10 year challenge. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, I agree with you. He's he, he is he's well respected and um I think I think your sentiments is probably most is that, you know, I think for Khan is no question. I think anyone that's going to talk about Duck and Brook should just shut up because that's not if we're talking about a different opportunity, different level caliber of fighter. Yeah. For me, I think for me it was just um about uh the 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 uh, ability for Crawford to maybe go out there and, and fight a more of a dangerous opponent. We know that you're one of the top you guys. Know, it's like it's like AJ. It's like AJ going to fight Dominic Brazil again. Yeah, you know what I'm it's, it's that level. Of, it, it, it's, I hate to say it, but it's kind of like yeah. that. Obviously, Brazil got a few wins under his belt now. It's like, why do I need to fight you? Like, I don't really need to fight you. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? It doesn't make any sense. I yeah. get how the British public want to see it, but. funny you're saying that and I, I totally agree with you I think he wants to stay very far from any of those top guys in that division and Heard is number one on that list especially, especially now as he hasn't got Dominic Ingle in his corner yeah. I'd say stay away yeah exactly stay away so, um, so yeah quickly touching on uh, Pacquiao Broner um, thoughts on that one Exactly, ITV4. Yeah. That's, that's, a big, that's a big fight. I think fans are winning from this as well. There's a lot more competition to come. Mm. Um, especially with stuff that I've told you, Kojo. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more competition to come. Brona, I focus Brona, beats Pacquiao. Mm. Yeah? Convincingly? Uh, you, uh, con- com- uh, you confident with that pick? A fully focused Adrian Brona beats Pacquiao. Okay, when did you last see a fully focused Adrian Brona at world opposition uh, level? <laughs> it's been a while, man. It's been a while, man. I used to love him. I used, I, to, love him. I used to love him back in the day when when he was really doing, when he was really focused and didn't let that whole yeah. kind of insta fame and clout and all that stuff bother him. He was he was the real deal. I would say the next Floyd Mayweather, but he was a serious, serious talent. No, to 
be so yeah, you're right. Talent coming up. You know, he remind he reminded me of how what's his name is now. You know, Devin Haney. Yeah. Yeah, he reminded me. He he, he reminds me of how he reminded me back then of how Devin Haney is now in terms of the come up, the cockiness, the young, the youth, the exuberance. All of that. That's how what I was reminded of. But I think if Asia Broder had a good camp, been focused, not been out doing all what he does during training camp and all that nonsense and he has a good game plan he will be Pacquiao mm. but yeah. if he doesn't have a good game plan with his coach and really plan things not round by round but just have an overall strategy I think he loses mm. badly to Pacquiao yeah. but it's one of those you still want to watch because it's the Pacquiao a great Adrian Broner had that, like the guy said before about the tunnel vision, like had that tunnel vision and then lost it somewhere. But you know, you've always got that. Asia Brunner has that likability factor about him that you just want to watch him because of his swagger and how he's confident and how quick he is. And he's a nice, he's good to watch. He's not a shit fighter, mm. he's not a boring fighter. He's I mean, interesting to watch. So, go on. yeah, no, I was going to say, you're right. I think when I'll, I'll, put, I'll probably say, I think it would be fair. I, I'm not for or against Brunner, but I'll say. I think it's either you want to watch him because you like him, or you want to watch him because you want to see him lose. And you're probably going to see you got you. There's a chance you could see him lose. Um, I mean, he's never been stopped. Um, so that for me, I think uh, definitely is an attribute, you know, and it's a testament to his ability and his resolve. Um, but yeah, I think I don't know. I can't convincingly say he can beat Pacquiao if I'm being honest, um, because I've never, in my opinion, like when and when I say, you know, like welterweight, he's never really. Being focused, has he's never done what's necessary, so maybe he, he can do it. At one point, he tried to do other things. Yeah, but he's not. But there I, is I something know. there. But and maybe it's just the talk. But I think he does see this, and maybe you know we've seen it with now with some fighters. It's like when some when the big draw, and I believe this a little bit with Khan as well. Not that he'll win, but I believe when the big draw comes up, you know, a big fight, a big opportunity, you know, a massive audience. I think they raise their levels. Um, and yeah, but I he lost to Garcia, man. Like, I was disappointed. What, Mikey Garcia? I think, no, he lost to, who was it that he lost to? I yeah, he lost to Mikey yeah, Garcia. Yeah, yeah to but Mikey, Mikey Garcia, Garcia is, yeah. I mean, Mikey Garcia is, 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 a, is a big, big talent, bro. I know, but so is Broner. And I thought Broner was on that level. And if he just, I, I thought if he had beaten him, he would have got his mojo back. But I get he was outclassed. Yeah, he was he outclassed. Was. And that made me think AB's lost it a bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, carry on, it was son. never the same since that lost to Jeez, since, since that rematch lost to get what's his name. Oh, well, so then, no, the Maidana, no, the first that he lost to him. It was the second, it was the second, I think it was, was it a rematch or the first fight against no, Maidana? Yeah, no, they only had one more fight. It was Mayweather that had the uh, uh, two fights with him, but yeah, it was... Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, um, yeah, like, when he lost to Maidana, he's never been the same. Oh, never. Lost it. Of course, of course. That's how I thought. But you never know, New Year, New Challenge, she could feel like, this is my year to really catch out and really put myself and solidify myself in that top 1% of boxers' pay rise and everything. So, and try. who knows? No, no Anyone doubt. Knows, yeah. So listen, Sam, we're going to make a move, but I appreciate the call and support oh, as always. Yes, really quickly. Yes. Sorry, I know, but we need to talk to Gail Eubank. Or are we going to talk that next week? Let's talk that next week. Ahead, man. Okay, okay. You uh, wanna t- uh, I, I, I think that's... I think that's 50-50. You don't know who's going to win. Yeah. You don't know who's going to win because the girl's not got a belt, so it's not really a massive step up for you, but that's how I feel personally. I get that the girl's been on world level, but look at, if you saw before he lost the track, all these interviews about how cocky he was and how, how he thought he was the shit and everything, and then all of that came crashing down when he lost and then getting it back. And then he vacated because he knew he hasn't got what it takes to fight at that top level anymore. Uh, I, I feel he's done. I feel if he loses to Eubank, I think it's good night. Yeah, he's got to pack it in. Because Groves, Groves might take that fight, but I think the girl's done. That's why he gave up his goal. That's literally why he gave up his goal. Because he knows he hasn't got what it takes not to pursue other opportunities financially because he knows the belts come with money. Eventually, in the long one, because all these super middleweights like Callum Smith are going to want to challenge him. Yeah, he, 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 he doesn't want. He doesn't want that smoke, man. He doesn't want that Callum Smith smoke because he saw what happened to Crow. He doesn't want
I mean, again, you will have to say that's a very close and difficult fight to call. You know, you look at the styles, um, you look at, you know, Eubanks, I guess, let's say the reputation and not delivering at the top world uh, stage and what Prince Nassim Hamid said about him just giving up. Um, you, you you look at the fact they've both lost to uh, George Groves in different ways. Um, yeah, um, it, it's a tough one. I, I think you said something, and I do say, think you said something, and that's what I was wanting to say. Will this pick this up on, an, for, on, on the right show? Is that, for me, I think, yes. The fact that he didn't want to test himself against the other champions, I think, says a lot. Even his demeanour in some of the press conference interviews, I don't know if this the girl was really confident. But listen, Sam, I've got to make, got to make a move on this one. Um, but listen, appreciate the support as usual, um, and uh, we'll speak to you soon. No, we'll catch up soon. Take right. care. Take Thank care, bro. Much, Take care. Cheers, man. Take care. Bye. Hello? Yes, and Rafa, you back there? Sorry. I am, man. How you doing? Not too bad. Not you too bad. Line, big man. <laughs> you appreciate that. That's, no that's what we call team effort. So, guys, let's quickly talk about uh, 2019. Um, I'm going to ask you a fight or you would like to see in 2019. And... A fighter you feel could have a good year. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna go for. Hello. Well, Raf, you go ahead. You go ahead. Hello. Yep, guys. Raf, you there? Hello. Yeah, Tom. Do you wanna go ahead? Yeah, yeah I'll go ahead. So yeah, yeah no. Um, just to touch on that quickly. Um, I mean, a fighter I'd like to see, um, I mean, step up the ladder uh, would have to be probably Michael Condon. Uh, I'm looking forward to see whether he can get those uh, those big fights. I think if you're talking about uh, a fight down the line, um, him against Shakur Stevenson would be, be a great fight. Also, I think the, the main fight I'd like to see um, would be uh, Hurd and Charlotte, I think, for a unification. That would probably be the... Uh, the, the number one on my hot list for 2019. Yeah, nice. Um, Rafi, I think he's dropped. You may okay. have been cut off. Yeah, perhaps. I think he's dropped. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah. Um, and uh, so you want to see Mike Conlon and uh, that fight? Okay. Um, I'm gonna say in terms of a fight, um, it's hard to be actually specific, but for me, I just want to see the light heavyweight. Um, ideally, you know, I'm talking about. You know, a, a, a Bivol against a Gavodzic or, you know, even a Bertabev against a Bivol. Um, um, yeah. And that's on the international global scene. Um, um, I know Badu Jack's fighting this weekend for uh, Eliminator, so hopefully he can uh, get back into it. Um, and and Rafi should be back. But yeah, hopefully um, Badu Jack can become a competitor at the light heavyweight stage as well. And then I think domestically, potentially we've got some good matchups there. Um, so I think. Yeah, I'd like to see any fight made in that division. I think uh, the fighter I'm particularly, I guess, I'll be keeping an eye out for uh, this year. Um, I mean, you, you you spoke about uh, Shakur Stevenson um, and uh, Combo Nation spoke about David uh, Haney. Um, I'm going to yeah. go with a, another PBC. Uh, actually, not yeah, yeah, they're both PBC. Um, is, um, honestly, I want to see Spence Jr. really be able to get in the ring um, and take on some formidable opponents. I think he's got to chase down one of the other champions, um, and I think he has to be chasing for a Sean Porter or a Garcia fight at the minimum. Um, I think it's all well and good fighting Mikey, Mikey, against Mikey Garcia. We know he's a quality opponent, but similar to what I was saying about Crawford, you know, let's 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 start facing some dangerous opponents. Um, so that's my Rafi. You there? I am, yeah. Sorry, yes. I got cut off there for a sec. No worries. That's all good. No worries. That's... So, yeah, Did so... you get to say what you were saying, Tom? I was quickly hooking my phone. Yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 yeah. Uh, I, picked, I picked my fight for the year. So, yeah, now down to you, man. What, what fight are you, uh, you looking forward to seeing in 2019? Um, for me, personally, I know it was a long shot. I was going to say Black Yard, but more realistically, uh, Wilder White. That's something I'd like to see towards the end of the year. I think yeah. that... I don't see Joshua fighting either Fury or Wilder this year. I don't think it makes sense financially because I think that 
I think six months ago the fight could have marinated, but there isn't. Sorry, it couldn't have marinated. Whereas now, because there's a nice plot twist in the sense that, as uh, Kojo mentioned, AJ isn't the the spotlight isn't solely on AJ. It's spread around the periphery. So, in light of that, I'd probably say White Wilder, and then that sort of mellows nicely for the winner of that fight. They go and fight AJ in 2020. Okay, yeah. and uh, who's you got? Who do you pick? to have a good year in terms of a fighter a fighter specifically yeah uh, Joshua Blatzi for me yeah. I think that what he did to Quinlan after the, his performance against Eubank which went 10 rounds I think given the benchmark that that set for Blatzi to go forward and dip him out of there inside a round I'd like to see Blatzi operating around the round and this is quite bold, but borderline world level, strong European level by the end of this year. I definitely think Boatsy is one to watch and probably the most talented fighter in world boxing as things stand today. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah. you know, I, I, I said I want to see that whole division sort of compete, um, like heavyweight. And my issue for yeah. for Boatsy, and I think he's a, an immense talent, um, I've, I've all said that, but I don't know... Um, Maybe I need to see him against one of the caliber of fighters, but I just feel when I look at the top ten easily, I just think, is he is he ready yet? Um, has he got the power? You know, yeah. uh, then there's the experience that he's got to lean. You know, there's some there's dangerous guys. You know, so um, I agree. I I think oh. he can have a good year, um, and I'm a big fan of him. Um, I think yeah, let's see. I think is he is he been announced for British uh, it eliminator or is he fighting for a British title? I'm, I, I don't know why I feel that might I be... I think they're in negotiations. Nothing's been announced as of yet, but just touching on what you said just before that, could he be a victim of his own success? Yeah, easy. That he hasn't got the rounds under his belt because of what he's done. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's going to struggle to get opponents, so it's going to be like he maybe needs a little bit more experience, but the guys to get yeah. you that experience don't want to get in the ring with you. Um and he might have a what what you may call that Andy Murray syndrome as well. Is that you know you're a very good fighter, but <laughs> the division around you is also you know full of quality fighters. So yeah, I think he could definitely have yeah. an interesting year. I think if he makes any sort of um, if he makes any rumbles near world level, I think he's done massively. And if he does it at European level, I think he's done great as well. Um, because you know you look at is it Callum Johnson? That's another fight within their yeah. own stable. Um, yeah. Would you say Jose Burton? I'm not sure. So, yeah, it's. Um, I think he's got a lot, and that's what I mean. The light heavyweight division is super stacked. So, awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And domestically as well, because obviously there's Anthony Yard coming through, which is the complete opposite end of the spectrum. I know, but you got Jose Burton. Bootley only retired just uh, fairly recently, didn't he? So fair yeah. enough. But Domestically, it's a really hot scene as well. Yeah. Yeah, you got the likes of Ball Richards. I know that's a fight, Kojo, you're looking forward to see on uh, exactly. February 2nd. Exactly. So exactly. they could always propel themselves back into the mix. Uh, 100%. And, uh, I think, yeah, I think as well with the uh, Boazzi situation, I think he's been uh, ordered to fight Conroy, I think it is, for the, uh, for the British title. So, I mean, if you look at it that way, it could be a similar situation to a Coley if he wins the British title. Um, and then has a few solid defences. Is there any way back? I mean, is there any way below domestic level that he can go, or does he is he to be fast tracked onto a uh, European level um, yeah. sooner than he's uh, he's due? But we have to wait and see yeah. uh, what experience he gets at domestic level before he does set his sights on that. Uh, like you said, Rafi, the European fringe uh, world level stage. Uh, agreed. 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 So guys, listen. Um, quick wrap up now. Um, so uh, yeah, um, predictions for this weekend: uh, Pacquiao versus Bona and Badu Jack versus Brown, Marcus Brown. Who are you guys picking? I'm John. Because I cut you last time. Um, no, no, no. You can. No, you can give me a Yeah, of course. No worries. Um, I'm going to go for Pacquiao on the basis that Malinaji is the biggest win on Bona's resume and. I think every time he's had to step up, he's fallen short. We've got Mikey Garcia as a most recent example. Prior to that, I think Sean Porter as well. Mark Smardano, I remember that fight uh, distinctly, but I can't see anything other than a Pacquiao win. And the only thing that makes us competitive is his age. Mm. Because a lot of us, myself included, thought he was done 
after that Jeff Horn upset um, around about a year and a half ago, two years ago. But then off the back of that, I went against, I can never pronounce his name, is it Matisse or Matisse or something like that? Yeah, Mat- Lucas Matisse. Matisse. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, off the back of that performance, then, you know, you'd probably swing to the other end of the pendulum and say, yeah, he's back. So it does make for an interesting fight, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think as well, I don't I don't feel that Pacquiao is necessarily um, on the decline because, I mean, experience can make up for that. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was a draw, uh, to be honest. Um, I think Broner can compete once he's, he's fully switched on. Um, he can cause Pacquiao some trouble for certain. I think both have proven that they are durable to do the uh, the 12 rounds. So, I mean, I wouldn't put it past it being a draw. Uh, but if I had to favour someone for the fight um, purely on experience and uh, who is kind of showing uh, commitment to the high level um, end of the sport I'd have to edge uh, Pacquiao um, on a decision yeah no, good stuff um, yeah I think for me guys I'm, I'm also going to go um, Pacquiao decision I think it will be a close fight um, I think potentially it could even be controversial um, with Brona maybe being the, the the winner amongst the fans by not getting a decision Um but it's hard to really just go and pick Brona. I'm not even talking about his personality. It's just that he's never done what's needed um, for the big wins. Exactly. And as much as this is a big win, this is, sorry, this is a big fight, um, you know, for for the WBA title. I just feel is 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 he is is he there yet? And is he then going to be able to challenge the the, the likes of a a Thurman and and the rest? So yeah, I know I'm going with Pacquiao on that. Um, over the, in terms of Badu Jack and Marcus Brown, um, I'm going with um, Badu Jack. Um, I think Marcus Brown uh, is definitely is, is is coming out of the prospect phase. I think Badu Jack's strength is probably going to see him through more than anything. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, that's what I'm guess I'm going down with that one. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. So listen, thank you as usual. Um, enjoy the rest of the week, and we'll catch up. And guys, don't forget to. Um, for all the listeners, follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Is Raps on TV on all platforms. Enjoy the fights, and we'll be back next week. Take care. Take care. Great to be back. Cheers. Thanks, Take guys. Care, guys. Cheers.